And now, a brand new episode of the Script to Screen News Hour here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM with hosts Alan Mahana and Hod Solo. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Script to Screen. I know it's been a while since we've been back and it's uh, it's all good, it's all good, everything is good here, but like we said, 2019 was already going to start off as a massive year for Script to Screen with a lot of projects, a lot of things in store, and some of those things have already started taking shape. Um, but uh, yeah, we're back and it's going to be a fun packed episode. Um, we've got a major announcement regarding our Spotlight show that we will be talking to you guys about it uh, a little uh, later today. Um, but we're sad to start off our show with some uh, sad news uh, regarding the industry. Um, but I'm going to take a little breath here and allow the solo to my Chewbacca. And in honor of this episode, the Ollie to my Stan, the one and only Hod Solo. Are you saying that I'm fat? No. Because <laughs> Ollie's the fat one. I'm no, kidding. No, no, that's not what I meant. I know, um, I know. But yeah, some very sad news yeah. this this, mo- this uh, afternoon. Uh, th- yesterday, I, I. Yeah, well, it was, yeah, but for us, we're going to be talking about it this afternoon. So it's a little yeah. sad news uh, to start off our episode with uh, slightly sad news. Yeah, the, the passing of a fantastic, great actor, Albert Finley, Finney. Yes. <sighs> Uh, just for those of you who need to put kind of a picture mm-hmm. to who mm-hmm. he was, he was in uh, movies like Erin Brockovich. He was in Big Fish. Yes. He oh, was, his uh, role in Big Fish. His, yeah. He was in Annie. He was yes. uh, uh, Warbucks. Daddy Warbucks. Daddy Warbucks. And just so many more movies. Skyfall. He was in Skyfall. Skyfall, the last. Uh, well, second the, to last. The, the second to last James Bond. Yeah. Uh, a big, big figure in uh, yeah, cinema. massive uh, figure in you cinema. You know, like one of those actors, pro- probably underrated. Yes, uh, fan- very strong. Is very, very good yeah. uh, bravado on on screen. Exactly with that voice, with yeah, that yeah, yeah. presence, with that kind of charisma he had. And uh, yep, so he passed away yesterday. Mm-hmm. Le- mm-hmm. Leaving uh, void in the industry. Absolutely, and. Uh, Adding a star not on Hollywood Boulevard, but uh, a star up there in in in, in the heavens in the the pel- pelicula's heaven. Pe- pelicula is I I I call it pelicula. She's the goddess of cinema. Oh, okay. Because of the pelicula. Yes, yes, so, I like it. I like pel- it. Goddess pelicula. Goddess pelicula. Um, uh, at the same time, uh, on the other side of uh, you know, because you've got a yin and you got a yang. True. Uh, the legendary John Williams celebrated another birthday this yes. year. Um, so we wish him a very massive happy birthday from yep. script to screen. Um, we've got a movie of the week this week, uh, amongst so much to discuss. Um, we've got Bob Iger's investors call. So that's kind of an update as to what's happening with Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, the game of Thrones prequel. We've got some news regarding that, uh, um, a massive, uh, massively loved 
uh, comedy series in the U.S. is entering yep. its its last uh, season, uh, including uh, also, which is very very strange. Um, the Big Bang Theory is actually doing their final season now. They're on their final season. It's, yes, it's kind of crazy how these big names are kind of just like it's you know they're they're ending. Yeah. Um, while other shows just keep going, mm-hmm. it's, it's insane. Um, we've got some news regarding uh, David Fincher and Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. Um, not so great news. And then we're going to no. talk about the uh, Super Bowl teaser trailers uh, that dropped. There were uh, a few. There were a few. We're going to talk about a few of them. I think we're going to cover uh, Avengers, uh, Captain Marvel, Hobbs and Shaw, and Toy Story 4. Yep. Um, that, and then, right. mm. and then we have a crazier, I mean, I think the most, the craziest thing we're going to talk about today, uh, would have to do with, I can't, I can't even, you do it. I just can't. You're tearing me apart. Tearing He's back. Me apart. He's back. He's back. I can't believe this. He's making a new movie. He's back. Tommy, um, Tommy, you son of a gun. You're you, back. Yeah, I know. Um, and then as always, box office updates and script to screen recommendations. So all of these on today's episode of the show. So let's go ahead and start off with the movie of the week, which was a great film. Um, the fantastic uh, Stan and Ollie. Here we go. Camera set. All right, back projection. Cue music. When you watch our movies, it was just the two of us. All we had was each other. She didn't regret Rianne. You shouldn't regret Rianne either. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Stan Laurel and Mr. Oliver Hardy. I'll miss us when we're gone. So will you. All right. Mm-hmm. What a film! What a good, happy, much needed film. Yes, yes. I mean, okay, so uh, by at this point, a lot of uh, the screeners already know that I, I, you know, I use the three H's uh, as my judging tool. And boy, oh boy, did that movie have the three H's. True. Boy, oh boy. I mean, hardship, humor, heart all over that movie. Yeah. It was insane. The performances, I just, you know what? I, I said this in my review. The movie's like a dream. It's like it starts and it ends and it's, it's like you're waking up. Yep. Uh, after a really good, harmonious, um, you laughed, you cried, kind of dream. It, it had everything, uh, but the power of this film is how humble I think yes. this movie is. Yes. How down to earth, how yes. not trying to do anything which is over the top, just very sim- simple. A beautiful story, very well acted, very simply directed with a simple, nice script. And it goes to show you that you don't need to do too much mm-hmm. to keep it authentic and have the, the those three H's you're talking about. Yeah, it, does yeah. it have heart? Absolutely. Oh, man. Are the performances oh, fantastic? Man. Yes. And not just the two leading men, which are John C. Riley and Steve ladies. The ladies. The uh, they ladies. They say it in the movie, two acts for the price of one. Yes. The ladies the, were their own duo, I were think. Hilarious. I mean, 
And that last scene, that last sequence, yeah. when that thing happens, because we're not spoilering. True. But whoa, when that thing happened, I was bawling like a baby. I was yeah. done. I was I was kaputted. Yeah. I was done. I, I absolutely agree. Oh, man. And it, John C. Riley. Oh, this man. You know what kills me about this movie? Not one mention in any award. Uh, 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 barely. Yeah, very Anything. few, very few nods. It's true. Barely any nods. And this movie is genius. Yeah. I mean, just take the opening sequence, which is a six minute long take. Yeah. Six minutes. And it goes from exterior to, to interior, interior yeah, yeah. into a massive argument before it even, I mean, like, yeah. whoa. Talk about pressure. Talk about dedication. Talk about artistry. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it sets the mood for the whole movie. It's yeah. just like you're... You're back then. You're, that's it. You're in the golden age of cinema. In that time, we, we, you know, I leaned over at one point and I was like, um, and, I, and I was like, it's crazy how much simpler movies were back then. Mm-hmm. When you look at the movies that uh, Laurel and, and Stan, uh, Laurel sorry, and <laughs> Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy were making, um, it's crazy to me that it was just like, yep, they were doo-wopping, they were dancing, mm-hmm. and that was enough to get an entire crowd going, and that was it. And, and the funny thing is, the, not the funny, the lovely thing is the people watching the movie, watching these scenes, were actually laughing yes. and enjoying it. Yes. So, yes. So it still works. And I love the genius of the script and the inclusion mm-hmm. of classic uh, uh, Laurel and Hardy moments yep. in the movie in a way that felt absolutely natural very to the smooth, story. Very organic. It was, it was so, like the, the scene with the, with the case when it falls down the yeah. stairs, that's a callback to the piano. Exactly. Um, the, 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 the hotel the bell, scene. The, the hotel scene is brilliant. Yeah. Um, and it just, it just... You know, I, I said this, I was talking to my dad about the movie and I said this to him, I was like, it's a movie about Laurel and Hardy, it's a movie, it's a Laurel and Hardy movie about Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. Like that's what it feels like. It's extremely meta and it knows what it is mm-hmm. and that makes it so much better. True. And and for all of the, the, the talk in Hollywood about strong female roles, talk about extremely strong female roles in this movie. Yeah. Those two women, my Lord- my lord, they were so good. What's her? Uh, the, the the lady who plays Ida. Which oh, is, uh, Stan, she's so good. Yeah, which is Stan's wife. Stan's wife. With that that uh, perhaps over the top accent, but it works. It just I it mean, just, it's so every perfect. scene she is in, it's just. And I love that they gave her up. like a repetitive kind yeah. of motif where she's like, uh, no, 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 you no, know, like, don't touch. No, don't touch. Don't you know, touch. Like, no. What uh, Buckingham Palace? No, we have. She was Peter. so good. I mean, yeah. Ida was was perfect. Moaning Myrtle was great. And what's his name was <laughs> <laughs> And what's his name was also very interesting the guy who plays their agent in, Oh yeah talk uh, about showing the ugly side of Hollywood Yeah but but he's likable Yeah I mean, yeah. I mean uh, by the end of the movie his arc is actually uh, quite interesting They win him too. over They win him over he, yeah. they win the public over they win each other over And what what I do like about this movie is is it it does show you this dark side of of how celebrities get, or actors, if you want, can be treated, can be forgotten, and what yep. they have to do, yep. even though they were they, they were like Chaplin, they were huge. And uh, at the end of this film, this is at the end of their career. The, yeah, the movie yeah. takes place towards the end of their career, the last few years. Uh, in, in, in a nutshell, we see a specific part mm-hmm. of time in that. Mm-hmm. And it's just beautiful. And, and their friendship, their uh, connection, their bond. bond. Oh, yeah, is yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. 
It's awesome. Yeah. I love this film. I, I loved it. I loved it too. And you know what? I was going to say something else uh, uh, is that I love that it was a specific moment yeah. in their lives. Yes. It allowed us to dig deeper into who these men were because we weren't having, we didn't have to worry about covering so much detail. Yeah. And after seeing this movie, I finally understand what some of the um, critics of Bohemian Rhapsody we're saying mm -hmm. like, I get it now. I get what you mm. mean by the choppiness of it or that it mm. didn't feel smooth enough or it felt yeah. like we were just ticking things off of a checklist because mm. we have to show this and we have to show this and we have yeah. to show this. Whereas uh, uh, Stan and Ollie, it was just that moment. Everything was present within that, that yes. moment. That, yes. That's very short period yes. of time. Yes. I mean, <laughs> well done. I, I, I love, I love and, this and film. The, the director, I think Tony Baird, Baird, John, 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 John C. Baird. I think yeah. it's uh, John S. Baird. Yeah. The, the irony is he did a movie before called Filth. Yes. Which has nothing to do with no. this. So, <laughs> so he's actually someone to look at. To look at. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. To see yeah. what he's going to do next, because very yeah. interesting in his kind of genres. Uh, and, and then I know we mentioned uh, John C. Reilly. We can't not uh, end Steve this Coogan. without, yeah, without mentioning Steve Coogan. You can't, who, there's no Laurel without a Hardy. There's no yes, Steve, Steve Coogan without, without, without Riley. Um, again, this movie's fantastic. If you guys end up watching it this weekend, uh, which we would recommend that you do, watch it before it goes out of the movie yeah. theaters. Look, uh, uh, Lebanese screeners, uh, movies like this tend to disappear from Lebanese cinemas immediately because nobody goes to watch them. True. If you love cinema, you have to go watch this movie. It is not a movie that you can miss. And take your parents, take your grandparents. Yes, yes, Because yes. they will relate. They will understand. Yes. These are, I was fortunate enough to grow up watching a lot of Laurel and Hardy. My grandpa loved Laurel and so, Hardy. So I know yeah. what this is about. My grandpa loved it. My mom loves it. My dad, I'm going to, Take them very soon to watch yes, it. So, yes, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. So if you do end up checking it out, please make sure you DM me or Hod uh, on our Instagram accounts, which we will share with you guys later on in this episode. You can also send us a voice message on Anchor and let us know what you thought as well. We may end up playing your thoughts on the show. All right. So let's dive right in here. Um, and not waste too much time because we've got a lot to cover. Um, starting with Bob Iger's investor call. Um, revealing so much and so little at the same time. <laughs> I must have read that transcript like three or four times trying to find something regarding Star Wars and zip. <laughs> Just absolute nothing. Like aside from the theme park stuff, Nothing. It was very, very annoying. <laughs> Interesting. So you're going to have to tell me more because I did not. Oh, no. Get the chance. Okay. 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 So I, I mean, we, <laughs> okay. So here are some of the interesting stuff. First yeah. off, uh, let, let's put this out there because I know this is something that you, you know, you were concerned about way back when, mm -hmm. uh, when Disney first acquired Fox and this, blah, I know. Blah, blah. Yeah. I think I know this. So yeah. apparently, according to Bob Iger, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, just because um, Disney has acquired 20th Century mm -hmm. Fox, uh, the Marvel characters that uh, 20th Century Fox had already uh, um, done movies mm -hmm. with uh, at, a, at a higher rating than usual, so like uh, rated R, um, mm -hmm. will remain as rated R. There's actually been a lot of rumors that the Black Widow film was going mm -hmm. to be rated yeah. R as well. So um, 
on that side of things, Bob Iger, Bob Iger confirmed that it will not change. Those will still be rated R films from the uh, from Marvel. I wonder if if he took that decision after the whole test of Deadpool during Christmas, probably because it did not do it as did well. Not do well, and there were a lot of critics of it as yeah. well, like. A lot of people go in like it lost its charm. It lost its. Um, it lost its Deadpoolness. Deadpoolness, yes. Um, uh, something else regarding Marvel as well. Uh, Captain Marvel is actually going to be the first film that will not be streamed on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will go directly to Disney Plus um, as soon as it it finishes its run yeah. in in the movie theaters. Uh, so that's actually very interesting mm-hmm. as well because. The, so, so I actually all of the, what you're saying I've read, but not. As his uh, well, yeah, it's because, because articles came news. out. Yeah. yeah, articles came out regard commenting on mm-hmm. what Bob Iger said. Um, so this is actually very interesting because now the ripples are starting to show. Like mm-hmm. it's starting to affect a lot of things as we as uh, things continue to move forward. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see here. What else did I want to mention regarding his? Um, his his investors call. Uh, well, regarding the video game, the video game area specifically mm-hmm. with Star Wars with Lucasfilm. Yeah. Um, Bob Iger said that they they don't plan on going back into producing video games anymore. They're just going to be licensing out their titles to different uh, video game. Um, uh, makers, uh, makers, creators, yeah. uh, producers, um, and this came came after this big hoopla that occurred with EA games and Lucasfilms regarding the Star Wars games because they put a few Star Wars games on hold except mm-hmm. for one which is called a uh, Star Wars um, the uh, um, Jedi Fallen Order okay which is essentially a video game that's going to take place right after the um, order 66 was mm-hmm. was uh, uh, released after episode so three. right after episode three uh, or not after episode three but like in between and then post yeah. episode three. Um, and it's you, essentially the character that you play is a Jedi, is a young Jedi who's trying to survive uh, Order 66, mm-hmm. essentially, which is kind of an interesting aspect for a game, I think. It's very, like, I can see it being very engaging and then it kind of puts you into that mindset of trying to survive against bounty hunters and uh, 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 and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But Disney will not be producing their own... Um, Video their own video content, games. Yeah. Um, as far as numbers go, because uh, Bob Iger did talk about numbers, mm-hmm. Disney did not do as bad as people said that or proclaimed that they did. Um, the Last Jedi didn't do as much as the previous Star Wars films, but, but it still did did, did pretty well. pretty well. Yeah. Um, even even Solo did mm-hmm. slightly a little better than everybody was saying mm-hmm. that it did. Yes, it was a loss, but it wasn't as massive a loss to Disney mm-hmm. as. Uh, people were pro- making it seem. But don't forget, you also have Black Panther. You also have yes, uh, yes. Infinity War. Uh, Mary Poppins did actually. Mary Poppins did actually pushed pre- everything pretty well. Up. You had Infinity War. You had Black Panther. Uh, very, very true. Um, uh, Bob Iger did also mention the ESPN stuff because Disney does own ESPN. But we're not. We're not going to cover that here. Um, but I think as a whole, it seemed to be like a pretty good investors call. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of the investors seem to be disappointed. Um, with what Bob Iger was saying. Um, obviously, there's a lot of plans moving forward regarding um, 
uh, Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be a specific day. I think it's either in March or in April of this year. They're doing an Investors Day, and these investors will actually get to see Disney Plus in action. Mm-hmm. And the only Star Wars thing that he said, those people are also going to get a preview of The Mandalorian. Wow. Yeah. So they're going to get like a first look kind of thing uh, uh, at The Mandalorian, which is which is kind of cool. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, it's super cool. I mean, Bob seems to know Bob as if he's my friend. Well, Bob, Bobby seems to know. He, he, he is a very good businessman. He is. He, he is. He's very strate- strategic in what he does. Uh, I don't see why uh, anyone would have thought that the company wouldn't would have not done that well because of all the successes they've had. They also had Wreck-It Ralph. They had The Incredibles. This is a company that owns so many other companies from Pixar uh, and Fox coming on board this year. So I'm very curious and with the whole comfort of these R-rated movies staying R-rated and not just within the Marvel universe, but uh, taking an example we gave a few months ago, Die Hard and so on, all these properties. So if they stay true to what they're supposed to be, then they're in safe hands. Yeah. And that's promising. Yeah. There are a lot of rumors uh, currently uh, about a potential uh, uh, Wolverine series Mm -hmm. uh, on, on Disney plus. Did you hear about that? Uh, a series? No, I heard they want to go ahead with a reboot. Yeah, the reboot is is, is uh, being rumored as a series right mm-hmm. now, which will be set uh, um, uh, in a way. It's gonna gonna tell the origin story of the X Men, mm-hmm. but it's going to tell their origin story within the MCU this time around. So they're gonna use Wolverine yeah. to do that, and a lot of the action that would take place uh, within Wolverine w- within the series of Wolverine uh, will uh, even take place during uh, uh, Captain America. Uh, the first Avenger. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of, I think that is a smart thing to do, I think. And, and Wolverine is a smart character to choose. Yeah. Even though Hugh Jackman's performance has been very iconic, I think their best option is to do a Wolverine mm. entry into the X-Men and, and use him as kind of the ship yeah. uh, uh, for uh, the introduction into the MCU. And there's this one actor of, I've just I can see him as Wolverine, not a very famous actor, a la Hugh Jackman. His name is Logan Marshall Green. He was in Upgrade. Yes, and yes. that performance in, in Upgrade mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. like, everyone wanted Tom Hardy. He, he kind of looks like Tom Hardy. He has that thing, okay, Tom Hardy's Venom. I doubt they're going to do... But I would love this nobody coming in and yeah, taking on the role. Hugh, yeah. Hugh Jackman was not a... Yeah. a, a I mean, not, not that no. Logan. Logan is a nobody, but he's not... He's, he's not under... You know, yeah. he's not very exposed he, he's to... Not, he's not Tom Hardy. He's yeah, not yeah. Uh, all these big names. So so he would be an interesting choice. I think he would bring that, you know, Logan yeah, part yeah, and yeah. that Wolverine part together yes. very well. Yes. Uh, the final thing is essentially, you know, Bob Iger was talking about the theme park and mm-hmm. how... Um, and how uh, uh, essentially uh you know engaging Star Wars the new Star Wars world Galaxy's Edge is going to be uh to the point where uh, uh some of the commentators um were even saying it's the closest thing it's the closest thing we're going to get to a Westworld but wow. it's going to be Star Warsy uh to the point where um you know, you're going to be assigned a role walking into the world mm-hmm. and uh, you play 
and then you've got, you know, people, cast members coming in and out and talking to you as if you are that. You might get a stormtrooper stopping you, telling you, show me your ID, and you have to show them your ID. Uh, they can haul you off, you know. Uh, as long as no one cuts off my hand. <laughs> with a lightsaber. Exactly. Um, but it just, it seems like there's a lot of good stuff happening on the Disney front. Yeah. Yeah. Very um, promising. So, yeah. I mean, why not? Definitely. Right? Why not? Um, moving right along here, Game of Thrones, uh, the untitled prequel series, mm -hmm. begins shooting in Belfast. Uh, actually, not in Belfast, sorry. In the Canary Islands um, starting this summer. Mm -hmm. So this should be fun. Makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, not a lot is known about this yet. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, we, we told, we've spoken about the casting a while yeah. back. We, you know, Naomi Watts, uh, a bunch of others. Uh, the casting seems very, very interesting. Um, so uh, they begin filming this uh, this summer. So this is it. I mean, they're moving forward. They're actually moving forward a lot faster than the Lord of the Rings series, I think, uh, which is very, very, very interesting. Yeah, because, well, the final season hits on April 17th or 13th. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Something like that. And six episodes later, 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 which means laters. Laters, which means uh, six week laters, <laughs> it it finishes. Yes. It's done. Kaput. No more Game of Thrones. And I think they wanna, you know, they don't want to sleep on it for too long. They wanna keep the hype alive. Uh, because apparently well, I mean, big massive ending, bittersweet. That, that's yeah. what uh, George R.R. R. Martin said And it's kind of been lull Like if you notice that one year off for Game of Thrones Was very risky Because yeah. a lot of people were just like I know myself, like I'm excited for the fin final season But in that year gap I just realized how Like I was like, oh yeah, that's right Season, the final season comes back You know, like I had completely It had completely drifted in my blip of TV shows That I'm, I'm still watching Oh, for me, it was always in the back of my head It was like, okay, next year that last Oh, year was, okay, yeah, no okay, For me, it was year. just like Oh, that's right. Game of Thrones is ending yeah. this year. Um, so sad. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but the whole universe is uh, still... Staying yeah. alive. Yeah. Uh, Stay. uh, uh, okay. Um, uh, finally, uh, in this segment anyway, uh, Modern Family is coming to an end. Yep. Um, this is a very, I mean, that's also kind of bittersweet. I was a massive fan of the show back in the beginning. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think I watched towards maybe season four or five and then kind of just, I just kind of dropped. Mm -hmm. Um, were you a fan of the show? I was a fan of the first three, four seasons yeah. also. And then I stopped watching. Uh, look, it, it is a very good show. It is it very is. funny. And it, it was, it, I think it's the only one that's, that's, um, that's kind of left with the office-y kind of, uh, uh yeah. structure, right? Yeah. With a like interview yeah, yeah. kind of format at the end. And, and look, at the end of the day, these people have worked together for 11 years. They actually are a family. Yeah, they are. Uh, a very modern one. They're very modern. <laughs> and, they're, and they're very funny. And they are very lovable yes, characters. Yes, they, are, they and, are. And I like how the family, because from now on, like, like sometimes I'd watch TV and then like new episodes would pop. And I would see how, let's say, Haley's character, where she is now. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, the, what's his name? The, the young kid, the dumpy boy. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, so these characters have grown, have evolved, have changed. Manny. No, Manny is Manny Delgado. No, the oh, you were talking Luke, about Luke, Luke, Luke. Luke. Yeah, Luke. yeah, yeah. Also, Manny changes, mm -hmm. and he has a girlfriend, and so it's it's very interesting. It's a, a very nicely done show, mm -hmm. and I mean, okay, eleven years. You can't keep on going. Well, I mean, going. Big Bang Theory is twelve. At some point, for yeah. me, you do have to call it quits and, yes, and move yes, on yes. because these actors. I mean. 
I have a, a worry. Let's say, um, what's it called? Uh, Big Bang Theory, Jim Parson. Yeah. He's a very good actor, but but now I have this fear of him being typecast. As yes, yeah. Guy, and, he, and that role is so, when you look at him, you see uh, uh, Sheldon. Yeah. And, and so, you know, you can't, Look at the Friends characters. How many of them actually yeah, yeah. properly made it? Yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. So uh, uh, there's actually another show that's ending this year. It's Criminal Criminal Minds is also ending also, this year. Also, uh, it's, it's been like season sixty eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it's I think they're also on like season twelve. I yeah. think. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it's time for these these guys to kind of like uh, uh, take a step mm-hmm. back and uh, allow newer shows to come back on. I mm-hmm. guess I don't know. Sad news. <laughs> no. Taika no cry. No Taika no cry. No Fincher no cry. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't I mean okay, so let's just let's just rip off the band-aid here. Taika Waititi will not be directing Guardians of the Galaxy 3. He confirmed this. Um and I look, as sad as this makes me. I respect him so much, uh, specifically for what he said. Did you read about what he, what he said? You read what yeah, he said? Yeah, uh, this I read. <laughs> so he said, I, um, for me, those are James Gunn's films. Going into something like that with his stamp all over his films, we'd be like going into someone's house and saying, hey, I'm your new dad, and this is how we make peanut butter sandwiches now. It feels kind of awkward. You know what? I love a director who respects his fellow directors. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is only going to hurt Disney, honestly, um, because, and, and Marvel, because the only option for me to do this was Taika. I mean, mm. he would have been the one that would have added the color and the flair yep. and the comedy. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Bless you. Um, but now we're going to go with someone else and, ugh. I guess that's how we're going to make peanut butter now. <laughs> I mean, I, I do respect what he said. I am very sad that it's not him because he was my number yeah. one choice too. Yeah. Uh, but someone has to do the job. I mean, yes, someone is going to take James Gunn's place. James Gunn is not going to come back. That's final. But the okay, franchise... Especially with him now directing Suicide Squad uh, Suicide, 2. Suicide Squad 2. Yeah, so not just writing, but directing. directing. So, so someone has to kind of, you know, complete the story. At, at least finish the story. Unless, I don't know, they do something in... In Endgame, but I, I think that would not make sense. No, yeah. Uh, Taika was a, a very good choice. There's also Adam McKay. Uh, which Adam is, McKay, yeah. Sorry, McKay, which is still out there, which after watching Vice, you know, I kind of cooked it in my head. Could be. Uh, could be, could but be, again. Could be. Uh, let's, let's wait and see. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Who knows? Uh, yeah, it, 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 it is sad. I do hope he does yeah. something else with Marvel. There were talks. For, uh, hey, for I wouldn't Tyka mind him bringing back, uh, him coming back to do uh, another Thor. Thor. Yeah. I would not mind that. Thor, or I think actually, I, I want them to give him a new property, a new new character. Oh, okay, and that him works too. To, yeah, yeah. I think I think he. Ooh, can maybe be, one of the X Men or something. Perhaps, I don't know. maybe the Fantastic Four. Maybe. Oh, maybe that. Ooh, the, the Fantastic Four was never goofy or funny, and had a more serious tone. So I don't know if he would be adequate for for that. Yeah. But but why not give him like someone from from, from scratch and to create that world and that universe? Uh, he certainly proved he has the chops to do it. He yeah, has a crazy sure, movie coming sure. out. 
the 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 Hitler parody with the, yes. the, the kid who yes. the Jewish kid rabbit Jojo Hitler. was it uh, Jojo, Jojo Rabbit Jojo Rabbit or something like that it yeah. looks just and his uh, what we do in the shadows yeah. uh, the TV series which exactly. I saw the trailer. It looks hilarious. He's bonkers, man. I mean, it looks so, so funny. Um, it has a cast member from the IT crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the the um, uh, the son of the owner. Yeah. The, the fat the chubby guy. guy. Yeah, the yeah, chubby yeah. guy. Father! Yeah. You know that guy? He's in the What We Do in yeah. the Shadows. Man, did you see the trailer? No. no. Oh, oh, but, oh. but I do know the guy is crazy. I, I, I loved the- uh, It looks hilarious. Uh, it looks so funny. I think, what was it? Into the Wilderness or the, where the wild people are. Where the, the wild things are. No, no, no. Uh, uh, it was the the, the 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 movie with the kid from Deadpool, the chubby kid. Oh, oh, and, oh. Um, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I just can't remember the title right he, now. He was yeah. he was really good at directing that. Yeah, he is a fun director. He brings freshness to whatever he is given. Yeah. So give him something to do from the start. With, and um, uh, where Steven Spielberg brings like this dramatic childlike touch to his movies, Waititi brings the goofy child yeah. uh, yes. uh, out in his movies, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it, it's sad, um, but, you know, we'll have to wait and see what, what happens the uh, gar- with that. So the Guardians Galaxy saga continues. It continues. And Chris Pratt just recently confirmed that they're moving forward with yeah. Guns' script. Without guns, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, where's that? Where's that first order trooper that yelled out "traitor"? Because that's what I feel like yelling at Marvel right now and at Disney. Yeah, but then at the end of the day, you have contractual obligations. You I have, guess uh, there, there's that moment where you want to stand up for the for the person, and then there's reality. True debt. True debt. On the other side of the fence, another shocker. Yeah. Um, David Fincher is no longer. Actually, no, that's not how I would need to phrase that. Let me rephrase that. Mm-hmm. Paramount Pictures just totally put a hold on World War Z 2 yep. as if we needed a longer wait for this film. And it's basically Fincher needed a higher budget. Paramount exactly. said no. How do you say no to David Fincher? I don't understand. Like what kind of, how big are your cojones to go look at David Fincher in the face? A man who's brought us things like Seven and Mindhunter among like a million other really good things. How do you look this man in the face and go, no. Well, maybe, just maybe. And I, I don't have numbers in front of me, but I don't know how his movies ever performed box office wise. Because you do have to look at numbers too, which is sad. But if they're going to give him, a, what was it, 200 something million yeah, dollar like, budget yeah, yeah. to make a movie and for him to break even with his kind of nicheness. He is a genius. He is a great director. By, by no means am I uh, yeah. arguing that. But then again, but you know, they, why would they? Why would they worry about how how his films make? Like, didn't World War Z do really well in the box office? I don't remember how well it did. I, oh. I don't know if it did as well as it should. Oh, okay. Or, well, then it could be I, that I, I as know. well. So, so it, it probably it could does be that have. they're just fearing that it won't make enough money. Exactly. I mean, but get, I mean, you're giving it to a very well well rounded filmmaker. Yeah, I mean, but a very niche kind of filmmaker. It, it, I don't think everyone... Well, he's less less niche than like a David Lynch, though. Well, much less, definitely. That's why you're never going to see yeah. a Marvel movie by David by Lynch, David Lynch. For example. Although I could see him doing a Doctor Strange. That would be... That would be very strange. Very, well, you know, there you go. <laughs> uh, but it is sad. I mean, ultimately, I think along the way, the next step is to reboot the franchise. Because if they keep on waiting for another five yeah, years, ten yeah. years... 
It's I mean, it'll be like make... Brad Pitt on on a wheelchair. Yeah, on the walker, you know. Uh, hey, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Zombieland Two, actually, this is completely like curveball, yeah, but yeah. Zombieland Two is confirmed, yeah, and it's got a, a title and a poster, yeah. and that's insane. That's cool. I didn't like the poster that much, to be it honest. It looks kind of tacky, but it looks I mean, very uh, photoshopped. Yeah, right. Yeah, but but maybe that's the point. It could be. Could be. Um, moving right along here, the Super Bowl teasers. Yes. Super Bowl de- teaser territory. Uh, we're going to um, um, play a little bit of each one uh, and then talk about it. Uh, I think that'll give us enough enough time. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a really, really, really cool mashup of Ooh. Avengers and Marvel. Okay. At like Captain Marvel. So here we go. Let's listen to the Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame Super Bowl teaser trailer mashup. About to show these boys how we do it. You ready? Higher, further, faster, baby. Some people move on. Nice. Good good job. Thank you. Good Took me like job. 30 minutes to do that, that but good. I was very pumped about it. It was very good. It was worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, obviously they were very short. Yeah, 30 seconds. Um, but I got to say, they Effect- pumped me up. They were effective. They pumped me up. Yeah. Um, and I haven't been the biggest, uh, you know, Captain Marvel cheerleader. Yes. But... Um, I, I kind of like the action sequences, to be honest. Like, at least it's got me by the action sequences. I don't know if I like the, I, again, uh, and this, I mean, it's very blunt. If you don't see this, you're you're blind. But obviously, Marvel is doing a big feminist push with this movie. Uh, you know, you've got, you know, you've got the opening shot of the trailer where, the, you know, her friend is looking at her saying, you know, let's show these boys how it's really done. And then you, and then you get... Uh, uh, Brie Larson saying further, faster, mm. higher. So it's like, ugh, okay. And but, then, but I do like that because then they show you this small sequence uh, further and then a small sequence faster and the yeah, higher. Yeah. So it's, and then it's you get of, a shot of Brie Larson standing up while a bunch of other men are sitting down. Do you notice that? She's yeah. the only one standing up in the center, kind of like a, a female Jesus Christ. I don't know. Um, so you, you get that, but, but... I do want to see it. Yeah, I'm starting to get on board personally. Yeah, I'm starting I'm, to see. I'm like, okay, so she does look. I mean, the action sequences do look kind of kick ass. It, it's starting so, to look. It's, it's starting to form. I think what we saw in earlier trailers maybe it wasn't like a, a very refined product. Except for the uh, the last one before the teaser, yeah, that, before the Super Bowl also, teaser, which was also good. I, I liked the the dry comedy that yeah. was you know with the, the whole part in the diner with uh, Samuel Jackson and yeah, she, photon blaster yeah, and, yeah. and whatever. Um, and, so, and, and as for Endgame, I mean, wow. I've, I've been on board, still not showing a lot, still doing perfectly what it should do. I accidentally read these things where there might be some characters omitted from certain shots and scenes. Yes. Like they've done yes. before. Yes. You uh, do see those even. You feel, you feel gaps. Yeah. Um, but what I think, I think what hit me with the, with the Super Bowl teaser trailer was how dirty everything looked. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why does it look so dirty? And then it hit me. This is everybody's ash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of cr- like horrible. Yeah. Um, when you look at New York, you look at the New York skyline, you just see 
dust and mm-hmm. fog. How very uh, uh, 9-11-y. Yep. How very dark. Yeah, very, very dark. So, I mean, it's pumped me up. Mm. I'm, I'm completely, you know, I loved seeing uh, Steve Rogers in like almost like a, I think it's like a therapy group. Yeah. Which is kind of like, what is this? Like, is this really a Marvel's movie? Like, mm-hmm. I'm pumped. Hey, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, next on the list is the return to Toyland. Uh, Toy Story 4's uh, teaser trailer. Here we go. You got a friend in me. Wow, this place is amazing. Wasn't Buzz going to meet us here? He must be held up somewhere. Hey, up here, Astro Boy. If you think you can take our top prize spot, you're wrong. Dead wrong. Help me get out of here. I'll help you. With my foot. Wow. Yeah. How you like that, cheetah? <laughs> okay, we won't listen to the whole thing, but um, again, I, uh, I'm i still not fully on board for this, personally. Um, I, I don't get why we need to see these characters again. On top of it, Bo Beep is now wearing pants, which that drives me crazy. Um, I, you know, I don't... I don't think they've shown enough, personally. Yeah, maybe. It's, it, they're, maybe. Really, they're really teasing us pretty well. And with what I heard Tim Allen and, and Tom Hanks say, recording these the, the final lines of the movie, uh, it being so destructive for them and so emotional, I'm on board. And yeah, but Toy that's what they to- said about Toy Story 3, though. And, and it worked. Toy Story destroyed me, the third one. Well, yes, but the story was... Uh, okay, we're, I'm not going yeah, well, to yeah, do that okay, again. Well, but like, Let's wait and see. Let's yeah, wait and for see. me, the story ended with the third, but here, you know, whatever. And I don't know. They, they have to like surprise me by bringing Andy back or something for it to even matter. But um, anyway, finally, uh, the Hobbs and Shaw teaser trailer. I'm dealing with the future of the planet. Necessary shock to the system. I am human evolutionary change. Bulletproof. Superhuman. Who the hell are you? Bad guy. The mission has been compromised. Okay. Um, this movie's bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> so bonkers. I mean, the suspension the of disbelief has to be really high. This, you know how we started saying that Stan and Ollie was so grounded and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this talk about, no, opposite. this is like the, the polar Hob- opposite. Shaw and Hobbs has nothing to do with Stan and Ollie. <laughs> it's just crazy. Zero. But it looks like fun. It looks, it like, looks a, like a ton a, of like fun. Like an S load of fun. Yes. And I got to say, I'm pretty excited yeah. to see Vanessa Kirby kicking ass again because yeah. I loved her in, in Fallout sh- uh, yeah, and in she looks really dope in this. She does. She's becoming one of my like, like those like silent, but very amazing actresses. God didn't say deadly. No, no. Um, but I love her. <laughs> yeah. I loved her in The Crown. I loved her in Fallout. I'm, I think I'm going to love her in this. Yeah. And I really hope she comes back for the new Mission Impossible movie. That's all I got to say. It looks like a lot of fun. It's going to be silly, stupid. I can't wait. I, I honestly can't wait. I, I, I didn't want to watch this movie. Now I do. Yeah, right? Right? I was like, why are they doing it? Oh, <laughs> you know, it was one of those. Box office update. Yep. Not, not a very interesting box office. Not really. To be, to be honest. It not like, really. Nah. I mean, I'm just like, okay, I'm tired of these movies. Let's let's move on. Um, okay. Super, super quick. So, uh, number five, The Upside, uh, with a total of 3,283 entries. It is the... 
Third this, week. This week, yeah. Third week. And to- With uh, 11,436. All right. So number four is Glass. This week it has 3,917 3, entries. As I said, three weeks with a total of 19,723. Uh, number three is the Lebanese film Wanted in its fourth week with uh, this week uh, getting 5,586 entries with a total of 30,562. Not doing as well as it should, by nope. the way. Number two, Maharaja uh, with 5,860 entries this week. It's been out for seven weeks and has a massive 168,221 entries. This is it's just in, insane. It's crazy. This is insane. And in at number one, uh, I'm really not surprised that this is where it is. Uh, a French film uh, entitled Qu'est-ce qu'on a fait? Uh, Qu'est-ce qu'on a encore fait yeah. au bon Dieu? Which is the sequel Boom. to Qu'est-ce qu'on a fait uh, au bon Dieu? Uh, which came out a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, uh, this is the first week and it's garnered uh, 9,218 entries so far. Yep. So not a very exciting box office. I don't think no. we're going to get anything that's going to shake things up until March, honestly, with the release of like Captain Marvel and uh, Dumbo. Yeah. Uh, that's when things will really start shaking, shaking up. Shaking up, baby, now. Um, no. No? Okay. Um, okay, on to script to screen recommendations. What do you have in store for us today, Hada? So since we started the episode with Stan and Ollie and we're talking about simplicity and how uh, filmmaking doesn't have to be over the top, I'm going to go with both a soundtrack and a movie. The whole package, the whole thing. Amazing. I'm going to talk about The Artist, uh, Jean Dujardin. Yes. Which is, which is a movie I personally... Oscar winner. Uh, very underrated Oscar. When yes. people have seemed to forgot to forget it. What's interesting about it is that it's it's a silent film done a few years back. Mm-hmm. It's in black and white, and it has so much heart. It has such a wonderful story, and the score composed by uh, I have his name here, Ludovic Buchs, is just fantastic. Uh, and, so beautiful, and everything is so, so simple. It's so yes, simple. Yes, it's so, yes. so, so, so it, it heartbreaking reminds us, story as well. Yeah, and it reminds us. It's very similar to Standing Only the Rise and Fall mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Fantastic film, fantastic soundtrack. Check it out. Uh, I'm going to recommend a TV series, um, and uh, which is currently on its second season. I'm absolutely loving the second season of this show, uh, and it is none other than Star Trek Discovery. Oh, nice. Um, the first season was pretty good. It, um, it, it hooked me. I was, I was uh, excited for uh, the first season, but this new season, my lord, my lord, is it is it just it's so deep, it's so Star Trekky. Mm-hmm. Um, they keep teasing uh, 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 Spock's appearance because we're gonna get to see a young Spock this season, which is very insane. Um, the acting is so good. Doug Jones is in it, yep. and his role, his character is one of my favorites. He oh, I mean something very bad. I mean, I don't want to spoil, but like his character was in much, much mucho danger in this mm-hmm. last episode. I was worried. I was okay. so worried. Um, but, uh, yeah, beautifully done, beautifully created, very trekky. It's very, very trekky. Uh, and I, and I love that, uh, uh, about the show. Cool. Um, so big fan of that. We, we weren't able to talk about Tommy Wiseau. Maybe we'll talk about him next week. Oh, anyway. that's right. It's fine. Tommy Wiseau is making a new, new movie, movie called The Big Shark. Uh, we'll mention it very, very soon. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's it's crazy. It's Tommy Wiseau, man. It's, it's crazy. All right. On that note, if you want to follow us on our social media, you could do so at... Uh, Alan Mahana uh, 
on Instagram and Twitter. Pelucula, is that you? No, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, if you want to follow uh, Had, you could do so at Had.Solo on Instagram. Yes, uh, you can listen to our show exclusively on Radio Public. If you do that, you help support our show. Uh, a lot of you have been listening and we've yep. been getting the support. So fantastic. Yeah, thank our you website so much. is going to be up very, very soon. Uh, I'm working on a video promo. Uh, our new logo is amazing. And everybody's been telling us how amazing it is, which is, which is kind of awesome. Fantastic. Um, yeah. yeah. So more news coming up uh, soon as well uh, regarding some of our updates and, mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff. Um yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of what else we need to we talk about. We have a super cool episode next Saturday. Yes, next Saturday is going to be... We, we have a guest. It's going to be an honored uh, uh, Valentine's mm. Day special. We have uh, a very special guest next uh, week. Uh, although it is coming a little later than Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else we need to talk about. You can you can watch uh, you can listen to to us on YouTube. Yes, anchor yes. Uh, DM us about your favorite movies, your favorite moments. Just you know, talk to, mo- to talk about movies with us. Just tell us everything you want. Share and and we'll share uh, what you say. Yes, um, a lot of a lot of people have already uh, uh, messaged us about um, you know we've been getting your DMs a lot more, mm-hmm. um, which which is kind of which is kind of awesome. We we love we love that. Yep. Uh, we've been getting a lot of people telling, talking to us more about the show. Uh, I want to thank Yumna, Bailey, and Louie, mm-hmm. who sent us uh, testimonials. We asked for their uh, for their words about the show. They sent us their testimonials, um, and they were very, very kind. That's amazing. Very, very we're, kind. We're, we're lucky. They're going to be featured on our website, um, yeah. which should be up uh, hopefully by the end of this month. The website should be up. The URL will not change. It will still be scriptoscreenpod.com. Um, but it's it's not live yet. You know, we're yeah. we're kind of working out the tweaks and the. It's not alive. It's not live. It's not alive. It's not alive at all. Uh, next week we've got um, uh, we we see the release of Alita: Battle Angel, mm-hmm. uh, which is exciting. Um, see, you rushed me, and now we've got extra time. We so have extra, I was worried. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't have a lot of time. We have a minute. This is what happens when script to screen vamps. Yeah. We are terrible vampers. Yeah. So I'm excited about the Tommy Wiseau project. Yes. The big shark. I mean, finally, after, I don't know, like how long. Is this like his version of Jaws? Probably. But whatever it's going to be, it's going to be epically bad. and Inspired by the Meg. Yeah. Therefore, fantastic. I think it's what the Meg should have been. Yes. If it was, if the Meg was a Tommy Wiseau feature, I think I would have liked it a lot, lot more. Yeah. A lot more. I want to see him being eaten by a shark. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You did not eat me. You no. did not. Oh, it hurt. It hurt so much. <laughs> Sounds like Elmer Fudd. Oh, man. All right, guys. So thank you again for tuning in, screeners. We've uh, rambled on for a bit now. Mm. Uh, it's time for us to get going. So we'll see you next week. Uh, same. Oh, we we won't have it. Uh, uh, an episode, right, Spotlight, Spotlight. We should have mentioned that really quick. Spotlight is now on Wednesdays at three, but there will not be a Spotlight episode this Wednesday, but we will start in the following Wednesday. Thank you guys for tuning in. We love you. Bye-bye.